Well, hello and welcome to another episode of our podcast. And we have a, uh, a goldmine of topic uh, given to us today about the terminology that we probably like to hate um, or probably just hate actually in business. Completely overused terminology these days. It, there are a lot of, I have to call them buzzwords. Even buzzword has become an over, overused term really, hasn't it? And my big bugbear is innovation. Uh, it is a term that everyone seems to use all the time. But uh, gee, it's annoying, Yuri. What do you reckon? Well, yeah, I absolutely agree. Innovation is one of the uh, not just overused, but interpreted completely wrong in the wrong way term. Um, so in 21st century, we all used to think about innovation is something related to automation, digitalization, um, putting computers, AI in place. Uh, this is this happens everywhere. When you just sound it out, innovation, everyone thinks, ah, no, 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 we are not a digital business. It's not about digitalization. So from, from my point of view, innovation is doing things today better than yesterday, regardless whether computers involved or not. 100%. It's kind of been hijacked as being a technology thing. And, 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 and it's one of those terms that people seem to feel bad if they don't incorporate into their business. Uh, I've known several businesses that have got emblazoned everywhere innovation. And then when you kind of scratch the surface, there's not much that's innovative in their business at all. But they like to say they are. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, but there are so many of these terms, aren't there, that have, that, as I said, have become buzzwords um, yeah. that can really frustrate Pierre, don't you reckon? I think definitely. I mean, for me, one of the one of the one of the ones that always stands out is stuff like you know, outside the box thinking or breaking the mold. Everyone nowadays is breaking the mold, and it's like, well, if everyone's breaking the mold, what molds are left? You know, so um, I think I think generally people are thinking thinking more creative and think, think people are thinking different. Um, so you know, stating kind of stating the obvious of saying, oh, you know, we do want some outside the box thinking is is for me is one of those things where it just goes, that's just it's just not on, man. So. I think one of the things that are, that annoys me as well is that some of these phrases that um, are Americanized or shorthand that really adjust uh, frustrate me. I have to say, I hate 24-7. I hate when people say, I'm doing it 24-7 or I'm putting 110% effort in. The, the, the truth is you can only put 100% effort in. Yeah. You know, It's not possible to put more effort in than 100%. That's it. And, and but this need, oh, 110% or 1,000%. It's like, no, you can go at a maximum, that's it. Um, but all these little abbreviations that happen all the time that people now, you know, ASAP and 24-7 and I heard my daughter using the other day, a hot minute. I'm like, really? Where is this coming from? <laughs> uh, what, one of uh, just a couple of cents on the 100% or 110%. This is actually... Um, it depends on perception and set of measures, because if you measure that your standard working day is eight hours and you usually don't put anything more than eight hours a day, and then suddenly you start doing extended hours, this is probably where 100%, 110% kicks in. And this is very, very good topic about the measurements overall in business because they are very important they are indicators of the business success or failure or business performance in general and 
very good example of setting the right measures in place and right targets there just to see how it goes because i can tell i do sometimes 150 percent of my daily normal daily capacity but i know if i do it in a long term uh, or continuously it's not sustainable so this is a good indicator to me because i measure my time very very carefully and i know if i if i'm doing more than 100 percent couple of days in a row i know there will be a dip and this is not sustainable yeah it's it, it's and it's it seems to be that people fall into this need to to say these things and 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 i think i think one of the um hot topics at the moment for me as well is this idea of work-life balance and uh gee there have been some debates about that whole idea of it and it's the terminology it's not it's not the meaning of of, of what it is and, and i think we, we we've had a deep discussion about it before but that terminology just seems to be like red rag to a bull to some people and uh it's it's Yuri, I know you've got an opinion on that. Well, not just opinion, because in our business, we use this a lot, but we don't use work-life balance. We use, we, to us, it's a life-work blend. Because life, to us, life comes first, work is secondary, and it's a blend. Lots of people actually, uh, that's a very good point. Lots of people thinking about balance being equal. Balance is not equal balance is means balanced it's it not necessarily needs to be equal it needs to be in balance in harmony and this is why probably we change the word balance to blend because it's really you can't separate them it's the same still the same human doing work and living the life so it's a blend of those two things yeah i absolutely agree work-life balance first its perception of that phrase is uh wrong to me to uh, most of people get getting it giving it wrong meaning and yeah it is over overused but it is very very important thing uh, it is and uh, but i think that's part of the problem isn't it that that sometimes words have taken have taken on a different meaning and there's the there's the kind of the very literal interpretation of of words and that picture of work-life balance is almost someone standing on a on some kind of uh you know seesaw type thing and there's work on one side and life on the yeah. other and how do you find, like it that's sort of this visual image and it's not it's it's not what is meant by the term and and I, it's certainly not originally i don't believe but now you know the way things have become it's been interpreted in quite a literal way like that and it doesn't work as well um and I think that's the hard thing, isn't it? You've got these terms sometimes that have its origins in a, in well-meaning place, but the words have taken on new meaning, and people have gone further and further, and they're being redefined. I mean, you know, uh, there are there are many of those. Yeah, Yuri. The best best example I have to what you just said. It's not business related, but this is I found specifically in Australia, is a big thing overused and complete the word that completely lost its meaning is the word sorry people apologizing for everything absolutely not even understanding what they're doing <laughs> yeah that's very true mate i think it's i think it's one of those things where, where people people do it a lot and it, um, a lot, i think a lot of people think it gives them a free pass so uh yeah it's very true i know when you say it 
I think an, an, another term that I that uh, is a an annoyance to me because I've had a lot to do with the sector is not for profit, and and the reason that annoys me so much is that people just assume that that means they don't make money, and uh, and and that's a sentiment that's carried across the sector itself as well as people that deal with it. And the truth is that if an organization wants to be sustainable, they must make a profit. It's just that that profit is not returned to any kind of investors. It's used to make the organization sustainable. So the term itself is is problematic because uh, you, you want these organizations to not be completely reliant on just donations and uh, and government funding. And the only way to do that is for them to create some sort of sustainable income. And so it flies in the face of what most people inter interpret the term not-for-profit to mean, even though it started with the right sentiment. Well, since you flipped the topic to other way around, uh, underused terms and profits, uh, still for many, many people, the word profit, especially talking to the teams, profit is a swear word or banned word. Um, but we all know that profit is the most important measure in, in business. And if business is not making a profit, it is either charity or dying business, isn't it, Pierre? That's very true. I think, um, I think businesses, well, business obviously need to, make, obviously, like uh, I said before, they do need to make a profit to, uh, to be sustainable and to carry, them, to carry on with themselves. And I think business owners need to understand that as well, that that profit, like Anthony said as well, the profit is what you reinvest to develop your business, develop your people, and then basically grow your business. Without it, you, without it you're not going to survive. Yeah, it's, and, and, and it's such a, um, a difficult thing to re-educate the public on. Uh, a lot of these terms and and I think that's and, and a lot of them get carried away and now we've of course we're dealing with political correctness as well if we take it a step further and uh, half the terminology that we want to use we have to bite our tongue and we can't say anymore even though it comes from a you know it can come from a reasonable place in you know the meaning of words just changes all the time and it's trying to stay ahead of the game and I think that the challenge as well if we talk about meaning of words is that uh, you've got this uh, generational gap, and if you're dealing with uh, if 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 you're dealing with a whole you know diverse demographic, then you're really in trouble because uh, what what young people say for some things versus uh, people who are uh, who are older uh, can be you know compl interpreted completely differently, which makes it even more confusing. Uh, yeah. When you're trying to when you're trying to do that and and reach out to people, but I, I guess uh, one of my bugbears, as well as I touched on before, is the uh, the need to abbreviate everything. That that suddenly the you know text messaging is what kind of started it, where people oh, I don't want to type all of this and uh, out, so there became all of these abbreviations. Um, uh, you know, it, it's uh, I'll, I'll I won't say who it was, but I remember many years ago. You know, the LOL, which is you know, laugh out loud, as everyone knew. Um, uh, I know someone who thought it was lots of love, and uh, was was sending messages, meaning to send lots of love, uh, but uh, was actually telling them to laugh out loud, which was kind of the opposite <laughs> of what they meant. Um, but but I think some of those, are, you know, the classic that I had, I mean, abbreviations can get you in trouble because they, they I mean, I'm, I one of my big bugbears is acronyms and, and the overuse of acronyms. Uh, and uh, it, it can be very frustrating because they can mean so many different things. I'll never forget when I was at university, 
that um, you know there, there was a course that that was called GP. That was what everyone referred to. Oh, I'm stu- I'm studying GP, and I thought that meant general practitioner as in a doctor. Uh, and and when I started seeing some of the things that they were talking about and things, I think this doesn't make anyway. It turned out it was general primary school teacher. Um, and vastly different, but it was easy, you know, nice to get away with those kinds of uh, those kinds of things. And, and I've, so, I think it's a difficult maze to, you know, the reason we talked about this topic is is not just to signify that there's a whole lot of words that are bugbears, but that you have to tread cautiously and you have to be really clear about how you're defining things for what the communication that you're giving. But also, don't fall into the trap of just because it's a buzzword you know, meaning that you have to follow suit and do that. You don't, if we go back to the beginning of the discussion, you don't have to be innovative just because you think everybody says they should be innovative.